Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. My name is Tice. And I'm Sam. Each week we challenge each other to a new mobile game. And last week, maybe two weeks ago, I challenged us to play Northgard from Shiro Games. Yeah. Northgard is a strategy game from Shiro Games. It's been around for the PC for quite a while, since 2018. Thank you for... Your awesome notes, Tice. Uh, it's been around on PC. You can find it on Steam. You can find it on, like, I think a lot of a lot of different consoles as well. Um, but it recently came out to mobile devices on 2021, so it is now available in the App Store and the Google Play Store uh, for your phones and your tablets. Uh, let me read you the App Store description, uh, and this is very long, so I'll probably just read like the first two. Paragraphs. See a bridged version here, Sam. Yeah. Yes. Northgard is a strategy game based on North mythology in which you control a clan of Vikings fighting for the control of a mysterious newfound continent. After years of tireless explorations, brave Vikings have discovered a new land filled with mystery, danger, and riches. Northgard. All in capitals, period. All in capital. Let's see if we can get to any of the description. Here, features. Mm. Build your settlement on the newly discovered continent of Northgard. Assign your Vikings and various jobs. Farmer, warrior, sailor, lore master. Manage your resources carefully and survive harsh winters and vicious foes. Expand and discover new territory with unique strategic opportunities. Achieve different victory conditions. Conquest, fame, lore, trading, etc. Right, Mm. so... This seems to be like one of your classic going on. first um, real-time strategy games, right? Where if you think of old games like Warcraft 3, Warcraft 2 even, uh, Age of Empires, um, you know, like the new Warhammer sort of Total War uh, games. You know, these all come to mind if you think of like real-time strategy games where you're producing an army, you're controlling an army, and you're exploring with your army. But this game does seem to have like little touches of stuff like Civilization, where you know, you're really? growing Really? I've never played Civilization. You should play Civilization. I've heard <laughs> many times. I'm in Team Age of Empires. I think you know that. But, um, but I agree. Like There are a lot of elements of other real-time strategy games around building. You start with not much. Your aim is mm-hmm. to get a lot. You want to kind of defeat your foes as you explore the country or island right. or land or whatever. And so what was really good about Civilization is that it gave you lots of different ways to win, right? Obviously, um, and this is kind of known as like a 4X game. Uh, it's like uh, explore, uh, exterminate, uh, excavate, I think, or okay. Okay. and then expand, right? Okay. That makes sense. So, Exterminate. Yikes. I'm right. Really so you can for that one. Yeah, you're you're killing other armies, right? You're killing other sense. civilizations. Yeah. Uh, and so it's 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 roughly known as a 4X game, and this does seem to have that kind of spirit. But normally in like a game like Warcraft or um, Age of Empires, you know, your objective is simply to like destroy the other opposing armies that are around. And everything but, you do is an effort to destroy, right? So if you want to get resources is so the resources can help you train people or whatever to go and destroy like that's the intention right. 
Yeah, but games like Civilization actually introduced something really interesting where um, it gave you other ways to win, meaning like you can win by mm. culture. So if you build the most wonders of the world or like um, monuments, you can win. You can win by diplomacy. You can win by technology, like getting to space first, right? Like it gave you the, these really unique ways where you don't have to like necessarily kill other civilizations in order to win. And so that's kind of useful or that's kind of interesting. And I feel like this game had a little bit of that spirit as well where you don't necessarily, it's not just about like killing other tribes. Well, it caters to more audiences when you do that, right? Like Age of Empires 4 also introduces more of that. That's a relatively newer game, but you definitely don't need to win just by crushing the enemy, which is probably the more traditional route. That's That's got to make the games more appealing to more audiences that either don't find enjoyment out of that or aren't very good at that. This game... It's developed by a company, Shiro Games. Uh, I believe they're based in France. And the mobile versions of it uh, is kind of like republished or reported by Playdigious. And Playdigious is very known. It's like they, they do a lot of like different ports and stuff for different PC games. They've been um, busy. Was, yeah. Yeah. I was a little excited about this game because, you know, you don't really have a lot of opportunities to play real-time strategy games on mobile. And so when I saw that Northgard was available for mobile, I thought, okay, that's really cool. Like, I, I hope they really make some concessions uh, so you can play these type of, like, real-time strategy games on mobile. So, Sam, when you said that you generally wouldn't find real-time strategy games on mobile, before we get into Northgard, why do you think that is? Why, why would you not find more of these games on a, on a mobile device? Right. So the screen for mobile is really small. And the, the thing that you have to point with is relatively large, right? <laughs> Whether it be your finger or... You want to think about it. Small screen, big thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a dexterity right? problem. <laughs> and I think uh, there is a sense of micro control when it comes to real-time strategy games, Right. Um, over the years since like Warcraft and like Starcraft have come out, they've made a lot of really good concessions in order to simplify that type of gameplay where you still feel like you're controlling an army, but not have it feel like you're really micromanaging every aspect. Right. And I thought maybe they would make some sort of leap to try and have this more configured to a mobile device. Uh, but yeah, I had a really tough time getting to play this on mobile when you say micro uh like micro controls my my mind goes to having a mouse and keyboard and being able to selectively choose individual some many or all units or whatever it may be rapidly like that's even like i think about right so if you think about these kind of games like you're let's let's talk about what the interface of the game looks like right um in a lot of real-time strategy games and as with north guard you kind of start with this isometric view kind of like an isometric view but all done in like 3d of like a land uh, a piece of land right you're overlooking it like your god and you see little houses that you can build uh you see little people um that's sort of a part of your civilization walking around doing different chores right you can click on each one of these little people to do certain things like you can point them to a tree which means that you got to first click on the person and then click on a tree which then allows them to then become a woodworker right and then after they magically that magically transform right they change roles at will 
And then there are buttons like on the interface that allows you to say, okay, I want to build something. And when you do, like a menu pops up of the different buildings that you can build. Uh, and when you select a building, you can plop it down. And when you plop it down, you can then control what are the different functions of that building. Um, and, you know, like normally when you have a mouse and keyboard, a lot of these things you can do because, you know, the real estate of your monitor or screen is really large. The mouse that you can control is very small, right? And the dexterity and the control that you have is pretty precise, right? And so I, would, I was thinking, surely they're not going to have something like that for a mobile phone where you have to do these things. Like pinch and zoom to 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 get because that's something I do in a lot of these real time games is with your mouse sure. you can, you have the um the scroll you wheel can, you can use your scrolling to get to get closer or further away which also helps you do what you're saying like building buildings and then zooming out and having a bird's eye view and then coming back in again like that's I was curious also to see how would they try to do this on a mobile yeah. device and I think you know from like my initial take it's very minimal right like of what they attempted to do in order to make this mobile it's almost like they just said okay what is the minimum that we can do for mobile devices just to get this out the door um and you know like the minimal does feel like having interfaces that are bigger buttons on the screen that you can tap for some of the actions or menus that you can do and giving the pinch and zoom ability but everything outside of that like i don't know if they've fully addressed it right like maybe there's like a long press that i didn't really understand um but everything else is pretty much the same like you have to tap each person to that control. gets difficult it's yeah. quite difficult to do and you mentioned before that it's been out on pc for a few years now right. we also found that it came out on console in 2019 and and when i see a port that's gone from pc to console to mobile i have higher hopes because moving from pc to console doing something like that for a real-time strategy game or even something like The Sims is a difficult port. It's difficult, again, to have that dexterity with reduced you, controls, but you, I feel like you still have more on a console than you would on mobile. Yeah, You for still sure. have independent joysticks, you have a D-pad, you've got, there's a few more, you've got triggers. But uh, even then, mobile, I it's, feel it's, like... It's pairing it right back. Yeah, but, but even then, like I feel like you can't just shift the controls that you had for desktop and try and implement them for console. Right. You think that right? They should rethink the intention, like how to achieve the same <clears throat> intention, but embracing the controls that you have, as opposed to just exactly. trying to smush it into the new platform, the new thing that you've got to use your fingers with. Right, and that's actually a very difficult thing to do. Right, like I think the only game that actually got that right was imagine. this game called Halo Wars, which was like the real time version of real time strategy version of Halo, but it was kind of like Microsoft's answer to. Um, Warcraft or Starcraft, right? Okay. In like the Halo universe. And in that, like they didn't really come out with a desktop version at all. It was all console centric. And so it was all the controls were thought of uh, from the ground up. From the beginning. Yeah, with the controller in mind. So a lot of it does feel a lot more natural. And I wish this game kind of took some notes from that. Granted, like this game was originally made for desktop and PC, so it's kind of hard to retrofit some of those core concepts. It's almost like they need to do, we've talked about before um, games like PUBG where they just need to do, or even um, Call of Duty Mobile, just do a new game with the spirit of the of the PC version, but like a new game that's built for mobile from the beginning as opposed yeah. to just trying to port it and hope for the best. Right. And so, yeah, like 
maybe we should get into the three by threes already because like overall this game is an rts strategy game it has like you know um uh, a, a story of a viking tribe in the campaign mode that allows you to you know to progress through a campaign um but overall like it, it's i have to be honest like it kind of lost me because off the bat like the controls just were so unintuitive for mobile and i even attempted it on ipad thinking okay i can use my iP- apple pencil i was gonna ask you if you tried that oh apple pencil not right. thought of that and um it was it wasn't that much better unfortunately so well how about we talk about some of the good points then yeah, let's start. Let's get to the three by threes. Tice, start us off. We've already mentioned this, but the familiarity of a real-time strategy game uh, was helpful for me. The game felt familiar. The mechanics of the game felt familiar. Uh, we'll probably talk about where that kind of maybe doesn't go so great in that it, it's too familiar to a PC game. But initially, the idea, you, you, you mentioned it really well, that this idea of starting in a land with not much needing to do some basic things like chopping down trees and, and harvesting food and building more buildings and growing, that felt extremely familiar. So in that sense, it was nice. It was nice. I, I genuinely enjoy those types of games on PC, so that felt familiar, and I, I would give that a, a tick. A ding! Tick. Yeah. That felt good. Totally. Like, I think this does feel like a classic RTS game, right? And I think, if anything, they got that vibe just right. Um, <clears throat> you know, like the little creaking sounds that you get whenever you hit the house or like, you know, the sound right. of activity, like when you hit like a hunter's hall or you something like that. You hit a like woodchopper in the distance. Or, right. Know, exactly. Like that these felt, are all felt, like felt nice. very good vibes that you get from like these yeah. classic games or like these older games. And I feel like they got the spirit of that and like the sense of exploration. Um, my next good point is that, you know, they did try to merge in some stuff, right? Like there is like this. Uh, in, in civilization, they have what's known as like the, the, the explorer, which kind of you just set them off, right? And then Same they can age explore. Of you just like send them those poor guys. Right. And then the they distance. just go and discover the lands. And you. Which unlocks the map, right? Because generally yeah. the map is shrouded or it's smoked out or it's even just like not visible at all. And these explorers help you see what's out there. Right. And then they, they added that element to it. So it's like not that micromanagey like you don't have to control every aspect of the scout as they're going around to discover or like reveal the the map as you go along the kind uh, and, of autonomous right thing yeah and so i felt like that was really good uh and you know just like they they did and the fact that you can try and win through like these different methods unfortunately like i never got to them but i feel like these kind of additions have been good right that's another level of familiarity. Uh, I, th- I thought that the attention to detail around the design when you zoomed in and the audio, we were just talking about the audio. Uh, I played this with headphones in and uh, I really liked that. I liked the, I'm a big fan of um, audio and games and I thought this was pretty good. Uh, the voiceovers in some of the storylines were, I thought were okay. Uh, but particularly the audio in game was nice. And I thought that for a mobile game i could feel it from the heat of my phone that it was definitely using a good amount of the video processing and you could tell i thought it looked quite good i did not try it on an ipad and my phone is quite small so be keen to hear what you thought uh, on the larger format devices yeah i think the graphics were great like they did a really good job with like everything um yeah absolutely no problems there like i felt they even included like a little scaling 
like a UI, like an interface scaling I immediately multiplier. turned that on. <laughs> right, but then it only goes up to two, and I was like, I needed to go to at least like four. <laughs> that was actually my third point around uh, the. Bo- I gave it bonus points for the accessibility there, but you're right. I needed to really blow it out, and then it would have looked horrendous. It would have right. taken over half the screen, I guess. Yeah. Um, my last good point is that this does include like a full campaign. Um, I think there's actually a lot to uncover. This is a lot of game in this game, right? Like you can you can spend. I mean, you did. We bought the game, right? Like, I yeah. mean, I, I felt like in that in that sense, it was probably good because you are there is a lot. There's many hours. You've talked about this before, like purchasing a game and then having lots of potential hours of gameplay. Whether you want to or not, it's a different story. But it's there if you want it. Right. So on top of that, like there's just a lot of things that you can just dig yourself into in this game, right? Like you can. There are lots of like multiplayer. There's actually multiplayer modes. I feel like there's. Looking at the updates, there are lots of like balancing updates that they do. So it does seem to be like a pretty good game where you can spend a lot of time on. I wonder what their numbers are. I did not try the multiplayer uh, option, but I'd be curious to see how how many people play it and what what it's sort of like. I imagine it would be like Age of Empires, where maybe the two of us would play against two opponents, and we'd you know probably more of the um, what you were talking to before with the different manners of trying to win whether it's extermination or through culture or trade or something like that. I imagine that's what the multiplayer would be about. Right. But see, the thing hmm, the thing that's difficult about that is like uh, you can do that pretty easily in, in civilization because it's turn-based. It's not real-time, right? It's turn-based, meaning like everyone has a set number of things to do. Um, and if you decide to be civilization, like if you decide to win cultural win, you have to make sure your strategy is set because everyone is kind of moving at the same pace, right? Whereas like a real time, it's, you know, it's really dependent on how fast you're moving in terms of your actions to be the winner, right? So if you're going to win culturally, (laughs) right? If you're trying to get like a cultural win or something like that, like a diplomatic win, I don't know how that would be possible in a real-time strategy game, <laughs> right? It's interesting. What I've seen them do in Age of Empires 4 is uh, it's whoever takes the monument, you know, whoever dominates the monuments or could be plural, there could be two or three of them spread across the map. So you can do that without a large force. You just need to be the fastest to get there. So then, gotcha. again, to your point, it's about speed and less about aggression, uh, and you just need to hold it for maybe, let's say, five minutes, or hold the entire trade route for five minutes and a countdown starts. That's another mechanism Age of Empires uses, which you can do with a lesser army. Uh, But the thing that I would think about with this, being a mobile game, we've talked about how mobile games need to have some sort of buffer for thinking, what if you need to put your phone down? You kind of couldn't in that scenario. I don't think so. You're out. If you do that, you're like, I'm done. So... That's a steep hill to climb. A multiplayer game like that, that needs you to be very focused. It's speed-driven, and you can't put your phone down. It could be 15 minutes or an hour. Um, yeah, totally. And I feel like those are things that I'd be interested in doing if the interface allowed me to do so easily, right? So with My that, last good point here before oh yeah. we move on was that uh, I thought the initial learning mechanism and tutorial was helpful. I actually played the most amount of time I played this game was when I was traveling and I had no distractions and I could focus. 
and 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 move through that tutorial and i i was focused and i did play it for for a, probably close to an hour or so i think easy which is long for me with the mobile right. game so i thought that initial tutorial was good we can talk about where it lost me coming up here but that that with that initial tutorial i thought was fairly helpful although i did come in with a lot of assumed knowledge having played rts before Right. Yeah, I think that definitely helps, right? If you're not familiar with it, I feel like a lot of that stuff could potentially be very boring. But because we're so familiar with previous RTS games, for us it's like, oh, I I like what they're doing here rather than what are they doing here, right? Like same but different. So there's right, like exactly. enough knowledge there to like, be like, no, I could probably this is a little bit different, but okay, that's an, yeah, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, but let's get to the bad points. Tice, what is your first bad point? Just the controls. I mean, they were just, I was fudging trying to select and deselect characters. On reflection, now that we're talking about it, I do think there is a lot of like assumed control patterns where I'm trying to break the habit of a keyboard and mouse, like that combination where you can select and deselect some, many, or all rapidly, um, which is like a real skill in RTS. Like, regardless of, of um, which RTS you're playing. But this was tough. It was tough to try and try and get used to the way that you select characters. I kept um, I kept sending them places and then just, just basically making mistakes over right. and over again, uh, which gets a little frustrating in a game like this where there is, in case the listener hasn't picked up on it, you get to a point pretty quickly in this style of game where there's a lot of things happening. There's a lot of things happening across your map and you're working towards multiple goals perhaps at a certain given time. So there's, it's a pretty complex. So something like selecting and deselecting, being really cautious with where you send your people so that you're not over-indexing on one resource versus the next, that's like really critical to the success of these sorts of games. And I kept messing up with my stupid fingers. I just couldn't like... So then you start punishing, you're like, I'm just bad at this. But I, I think talking to you about expectations porting from pc to console to mobile but then trying to maintain that pc feel let us down here where the controls could have been completely rethought they could have i hate to say but not just dumbed down but simplified some of the things here for mobile and i may not have hit that wall as quickly so for me the controls were just the number one most difficult thing totally i totally agree yeah that's my first point as well is that i think they had the right intention um especially if you're on desktop but it just doesn't work for mobile um, a lot of this game is meant for a larger screen, is meant for finer controls. And for even even as I attempted to try it on like an iPad with the Apple Pencil, like it just didn't work for me. Um, yeah, I'm impressed you took it that far. It's almost, that's like a good way to sort of, sort of confirm that it's just not meant for touch devices like this. Right. And, and if it was, uh, it needs to be like a, to- a bigger paradigm shift than, than what they attempted to do with like the translations of it. Which in a positive way, I think they could do that. I still think the spirit of the game was interesting. Uh, the first thing I read about it was that it's a Viking real-time strategy game with nasty weather. <laughs> and that I was like, I'm in. That sounds weird. So I, I believe in the spirit of the game, and I would actually be interested to see what it's like on PC, but on mobile, it was hard work. Yeah, I think I think on PC, it'd just be like another RTS game, right? Like that you're familiar with. Um, but I think, I don't know if this game as it stands right now is possible to be shifted as a mobile game. Meaning, even if, if they were to do the translations to make it fit, there'd be so much that's changed fundamentally for it to be for it to feel natural yeah 
So it wouldn't I be North Garden I think they should do the PUBG anymore. thing. Just do, it, just do a new game in the spirit of this, a spiritual successor for mobile, but a different game. You know, I think that would be fine. There's, the other thing, the other bad point I had on this, my final bad point is that I mentioned that I began the game when I was traveling and I had a lot of focus. I just could not get back into the zone. Mm. I couldn't get back into, I could, I could resume, like the save point was good enough. It was fine. Right. And uh, everything was where I left it, but mentally I just couldn't, bring myself to get back into it. Um, and maybe that's indicative of real-time strategy in general. That could be an overgeneralization. But on PC, I have resumed a game and been, like, okay about it. But in this in this format, yeah, I think I was overwhelmed by how much was going on, how fine detailed it was, my silly fingers that couldn't work anything, and I just couldn't find, couldn't find the mental grit to, like, get back into it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Um, my My next bad point is... There have been a lot of improvements to RTS games over the years, um, especially in the sense of things feeling like you're doing microcontrol, right? And not having it feel like you're doing microcontrol. For example, right? Like in um, in StarCraft or WarCraft, uh, the amount of microcontrol that you have is you're really controlling individual units. So if you make an army of 10 units, you can control each and every one of those 10 units independently independently in the army um things like what uh dawn of war did right which is like uh, a game from relic uh it's also like a real-time strategy game rather if you like make an army you'll have like an army of five units but rather than controlling each one of those individual five units like it's just you're controlling that platoon or that army i see And so they obfuscated stuff a little bit, but still made it feel like you're controlling armies. And they made a lot of leaps with in terms of like individual hero units having more emphasis, right? Um, and and especially games like Civilization, like uh, I feel like they've made a lot of improvements to make it feel like you know you're controlling like these big masses of units rather than little individual things. So I wish that they actually got some of that control base and maybe take it a step further um but because there were such direct translations and you know simply ported over to your phone uh it didn't work at all for me i feel for you sam i think you had high hopes for this being a step in the right direction for real-time strategy and, and it could have been but sounds like it didn't deliver where you thought it might the most no uh do you have any other bad points size that's all I have. I think it was just the the controls which led to not being able to get back in the zone. That sort of did it for me. Nice. What is your final seven day rating for Northgard? My seven day rating for Northgard is two out of seven. Mm. Minus two out of seven as well. We're we're toe to toe exactly. Yeah. So the first day. Uh, yeah. Well, tell me about your 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 time first. Well, it was the as they call it, the honeymoon period, where I think it was the first time playing the game. I was excited to play it. It felt familiar. I enjoyed it. I got a good hour or so of gameplay in, traveling. And then the following day, picked it up to do it again. And yeah, I just immediately hit that wall and uh, I couldn't get beyond it. So that was the two days, you know, and I, yeah. I, just could, I just couldn't bring myself to open the game again and check it out, which is unfortunate because, as you mentioned, there's a lot more in there. There's multiplayer, yeah. there's different campaigns, there's like so much in there, so much game, as you say. Um, but unfortunately, I just couldn't bring myself to open it up and try. Right, yeah. 
I think mine was very similar as yours as well. Like, first day was getting to know the game, which is great. Like, I had high hopes for it. The introductions are really good. Controls are really simple. You can follow along. You can do it in a very Zoom state. So I thought, okay, this is promising. And uh, by the end of the first day, I kind of got to the point where you're, you know, you're kind of in like a, a real level. Um, and then on the second day, it got to the point where I was like, okay, there's a lot to control here. And I'm misclicking things and I'm not liking how oh, I'm doing it. And then I loaded it up on the iPad and it was just like the same issues, right? Like I still wasn't getting the control, the amount of control that I would get. Um, and what this game expected me to do. Uh, so yeah, that was it. I was like, okay, yeah, I don't think this game is meant for mobile. Um, and that was it. Two out of seven. So Tice, that was Northgard. That was my recommendation. It is now your turn to recommend the next game for seven days to play. So Sam, you have seven days to play a game called Tides Colon Space, a fishing game. Awesome. I love fishing games. <laughs> Great. Let's Great. Tides Colon Space, a fishing game. Oh cool. It is from Shallot Games or Shallot. Oh, Shallot Shallot. Oh, friends and enemies over that pronunciation. <laughs> Which one Can is your preference? Uh, I am on the fence. I grew up saying shallot, but now because of where I live, I say shallot. So <laughs> I'm just marooned here on a pronunciation island, which is relevant to this okay. game. <laughs> yeah. The, so the tagline of this game is idle fishing adventure. Ooh. <laughs> idle Things are fishing. lining up. Things are lining okay. up tight. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this. You know that uh, skinny green thing with like a little white bulbous tip that you find in the produce oh, section? No, not that. Oh, you mean a leak? No, you don't mean a leak, do you? No, so this is challenging. I, this is, now, many of my friends know that the greatest vegetable ever made is, is an onion. It's the most diverse. Oh, yeah. I love onions. You know, veg, there are so many different types of onions. You can pickle them, you can cook them, you can fry them, you can deep fry them. It's just like, I feel like, uh, Bubba from Forest Gump. There's so much you can do with onions, right? Right. But one of the most controversial things is what do you call them? And it depends on where you grew up, I think. So Wait, I would even for the your... regular onion? Or well, are we talking about this green thing, this green little thing? In more, So uh, a shallot, a, it can also be a French scallion, and a scallion can also be a spring onion. Right. I would have called them a spring onion, but I think here in the US they're scallions. The green things with the, or is it the other way right. around? I think normally for me, oh. I call them green onions. I mean, I, w- I know what you, here's the thing. If you said that, I would know what to get from the groceries. Right. But they're also known as, uh, scallions. Yeah. And they're also known as spring onions. We call them shallots in Australia. Uh, Wait, the green things? Sh- yeah, I know. It's dreadful. If you looked for, that's a little, that, but, but here shallots, are the really nice purple, kind of like the skinny, small purple. the small purple ones, the sweeter ones. The, yeah, that's right. See? Yeah. Family. That, don't, that don't have like the green tip at all. Correct. Correct. Yeah. The world's mm. just gone bonkers. I don't know. I don't know. But here, here's the takeaway, listeners. Onions are the greatest vegetable group in existence. Right. You can have fights about what to call them, but they're still the greatest group of vegetables known. Right. That's my desert island 
like aromatic like oh, ingredient to bring. But I would totally agree with you. And there's probably still strains of onions that I've yet to encounter and I'm excited about encountering them. Can you say can you say onion again? Onion. Okay. On, onion, onion. Oh, there's like an NG sound. Yeah, onion, there's onion. a UNG Ugh. sound that you're Ugh. saying. I'm I hearing myself like... on the headphones thinking, what is <laughs> onion. An onion? All right, Tice. You have selected tides, colon, space, a fishing game. You have seven days uh, to play that. Before we go, Tice, do you have a thing of the week? I do. I have a delightful thing of the week. Uh, most of my things of the week are media-based. This one is a wonderful new TV show called Our Flag Means Death. Oh, I want to watch this. It's By, a lot uh, of fun. Taika Waititi, right? Correct, and Reese Darby of uh, Flight of the Concords fame, amongst everything Concords. else. But when you've right. got two very, very talented, very funny New Zealanders, and you put and you give, and HBO just gives them what I can, t- I, I imagine is a blank check. You get one <laughs> of the most insanely weird TV shows with some actors that you'll recognise, uh, and some that I've found are, are brilliant, and they're kind of coming up on the scene. But those two are just a force to reckon with, and I think there are a few scenes that will just make your belly hurt. Um, so pure joy. It's on HBO max. It's called our flag means death. Amazing. I highly recommend. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to check it out. I have a flight ahead of me. Um, I feel, I feel okay. sorry for the passengers next to you when you start shrieking with laughter, but are okay. Is this like safe for kids viewing on the side? Probably not. I don't think Oh, really? So. I, there's just a couple scenes that, I can't remember if there's any... Well, if you've got headphones in, I don't think there's any, you know, intense scenes for kids. It's probably okay with headphones. I think without headphones, no, it's questionable. But um, (laughs) it's a lot of fun. It is just... It's just weird. The costumes are fantastic. Um, The writing is just just strange. It's like just really odd humor. Uh, It works for me. It's in a similar vein for um, what we... Is it what we are? What we do in the shadows. shadows? What we do in the shadows, Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't make that shows. show as much of this, but if you like that, I think mm. you're almost guaranteed to enjoy this. I think so. I'm gotcha. going to go out on a limb and say that, but let me know next time we talk what you think. Perfect. I'll definitely check it out. Well, that's our show. Uh, join us next week as we, well, I hope it's next week. Join us next week as we talk about tides, colon, a fishing, an idle fishing game. Yeah. A idle fishing game. A N, idle fishing N? game? An idol it'd be an 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 idol an idol oh, right dreadful i gotta do it i, I gotta search for it now because now i'm curious a fishing game it's just a fishing game oh it's a a not an okay yeah find us on twitter and instagram by searching for seven days to play and us- search us oh Go ahead. and and find us on your favorite podcasting apps by searching for seven days to play Seven days to play! Seven days to play!